What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Long Days. Um, I wanted to wait till I got to Miami to make this intro because I just felt like I wanted to get Miami's vibe on this episode. The episode we got coming up is with one of my good friends. You might know him as Don of Long Island or The Pig, uh, Mr. Tim Dillon. So it's a really good one. We really have a good time. I want to tell you about my dates before we move any further so you guys can come see me live. This is really my dump tour. I'm going every place that's a dump. So my next stop is Springfield, Massachusetts, a real dump. March 18th through 19th. All the tickets are available at GiannisPappasComedy.com. And then I'm in San Antonio. Um, if I can fit. It's hard to fit in that city. It's not a lot of space with the people taking up a lot of room. March 24th to 26th. March 24th through the 26th in San Antonio. I hope I said that right. Did I say San Antonio? I hope so. San Antonio, March 24th through the 26th if I can fit. Then, if uh, I can get my papers together and prove that I'm an American citizen, I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona uh, from April 14th through the 16th. Uh, I'll probably get pulled over a few times because I'm a little swarthy looking. Um, then I'm going to be in the city that LeBron killed, Cleveland, Ohio, May 5th through the 7th. I'll be in my hotel room when the shows aren't going on because there's nothing to do in that city and I want to stay safe. Then I'm going to a nice place, nice little theater show, May 28th, Newport, Rhode Island. And then uh, we're back at Uncle Vinny's in September. So uh, get your tickets at GiannisPappasComedy.com. Also, this week's bonus episode uh, is about the Cain Velasquez story and some more um, pedophile stories where parents took vengeance on the people who touched their kids. Um, we check out Nambla's website. And I get so disturbed, I have an out-of-body experience. But I have a great solution to what we do with pedophiles. So check it out, patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. Also, go leave a review on Apple uh, Podcasts. I have some shirts left. Not everyone's going to get them because I'm going to run out. But if you get there first, you'll get the remainder. I got about 30 shirts left. So 30 people will be chosen to get the rest of these shirts. So thank you for those who left a review. You know what to do. Go to my Instagram, leave a review with your address, post a picture, a screenshot of the review so I know you're not trying to get a free t-shirt for nothing in return. I appreciate all you guys doing it. I'm glad I motivated you with a free t-shirt. We could probably stop this Ukraine-Russia war if we just pulled out a few t-shirt guns. People will do anything for a t-shirt. Enjoy this episode of The Fig and the Pig with Tim Dillon. everybody welcome to another episode of long days a special episode we got a special guest we got the king of long island we got the man tim dylan in the building on the east coast new york city would be nothing without long island let it be known yeah. let it be known. it's really people think it's the other way around but it's not long island is the thing new york city is just a satellite <laughs> 
That's not true. That's your opinion. <laughs> That's not true. There but, is no truth anymore. It's your opinion. Jared knows I'm right. I'm yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, we got two Long Island, two Brooklyn kids here. We never thought about Long Island growing up. Never. It's like Canada to us. We didn't think about it. Okay. The only thing we thought about was It's like, good because those are two places that people from Brooklyn can't afford to live. <laughs> Canada and Long Island. It's good that you don't think about it. There's a lot of dumps in Long Island. Hey, man, for sure, but they serve a purpose. Yeah. Right? What is those purpose? Somebody needs is to make meth. Is that, <laughs> is that purpose to keep... It, to keep Long Island people in Long Island for them to rationalize why they like to well, stay Well, George in Long Carlin Island. had that line where the poor are there to scare the shit out of the middle class. Yeah. You got to keep a little bit of, uh, you got to keep a few problems. Right. Just to let people know how bad it can get. Yeah. I almost think sometimes the middle upper class people of Long Island, maybe they fund MS-13 to scare themselves so yeah. they never leave Long Island. The thing about <laughs> Long Island is that it is... The people that live on Long Island are the stupidest people in the country. What do you mean? Um, they're the dumbest. I've performed in in uh, Alabama. I performed in like all these places. There's something. Long Island has a very specific strain of dumb. Uh, they are confident hicks. Yep. They are hicks with the confidence level of like really cultured people. Right. And there's something about it. That it's enviable in a way. Jerry Seinfeld in the movie Comedian goes, how big do you have to be before they'll shut up? Right. Talking about Long Island, right. then going, it's really Alabama out here. Like, There's something about Long Island that it just breeds of the confident hick. Case in point. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I escaped. You got out. I, I escaped. Yeah. And then I went back. But where I'm in Long Island is not really Long Island. Right. Mm, no. Long Island is confident, boisterous. Ethnic, yeah. You got to hint the Jew in there. There's yeah. bar mitzvahs. I always said, like, if you're a dad from Long Island, you're almost praying for a son the way the Spartans did. Yeah. Because if you have a daughter, you're in for a sweet sixteen. You're in for a nose job. Yeah. There's a couple things you got to pay off. Wedding, sweet for sixteen, sure. nose job. Long Island is a. It's a time capsule, meaning that it it refuses to evolve. Right. In any meaningful way. And that's good or bad. It has positives and negatives. Bagels are great. They stayed the same. Yeah. The food there is the best in the country. Right. Because if there wasn't, there would be riots. Like right. people, it subdues the people. It keeps them kind of happy. Um, but they, it refuses to evolve there. Like Long Island is 10 to 20 years behind Manhattan right. or any other major city in, in terms of like if you go to a restaurant or if you go anywhere, you look at it, you're like, whoa, this is dated. Long Island's in the early 2000s now. It's true. <laughs> yeah, they're in the early 2000s now. It's true. When you go to restaurants in Long Island, like an Italian restaurant, it looks like a restaurant in Brooklyn before gentrification. Yeah, it looks like a movie set yeah, like that they set. put yeah. up. Yeah. 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 It, because Long Island, it's best explained this way. Yeah. It's a bunch of people longing for a time when they didn't even, they weren't even alive. Right. They just, they're longing for this era that they're longing for the Rat Pack. Right. None of them were alive for that. Right. None of them have any connection to it. Mm. They're just longing for this like romanticized version of America that kind of never existed and certainly didn't exist in their world. Right. But it's a it's a it's a funny place. Does does the geography of Long Island have anything to do with the mentality? Yes, of because it allows people to appropriate the accomplishments of New York City yeah. and the magnitude of New York City and the 
importance of New York City, and it allows them to feel that they have some type of relationship to that, or that conveys some sense of legitimacy to them. And it's also, there's 9 million people back there. I didn't know that till a couple of years ago. It's a lot. It's a lot of people a lot in of Long people. Island. 9 Huge. million. Yeah. And they're also like, there's two ways out, and those ways out are packed with traffic. Yeah, and, and nobody takes them. Nobody takes them. Is that part of why they stay there? Because Long Island almost feels like, it feels like an, a disconnected island from Brooklyn and Queens. It's almost like... Well, it's the first suburb, and I always That's explain true. it like this. It'll be the last. <laughs> I mean, it's going to dig in and hold on to the racism, the hatred, the fear, the paranoia, yeah. the buffets, the fentanyl. Like, it's going to hold on. Every suburb will eventually look like Long Island. Like, Austin, have your fun. <laughs> have your fun. Like, all these things that are on the come up, yeah. like my Coconut Grove, have your fun. Eventually, yeah. at the end of the at the end of the run, yeah. instead of these green, leafy suburbs that they start out with, you're going to have track housing buffets and fentanyl <laughs> that is how it all inevitably ends because the comfort will corrupt yeah everybody gets fat and happy yeah everybody you know long island's the only place in the world you could just get a job from your mother's friend <laughs> and you could stamp like uh you know uh pool passes right. for 70 grand a year right. at the rec center right and right. and like you know these are and then have a separate dark web kitty porn business like right. on the side like you can work it all around like these places are are all going to eventually end up long island a very ugly place there's beauty but it's very few and far between and it costs more and more and more money now because the majority of it is ugly it's true it's consumerism run rampant right. fear paranoia it's ugly. Yeah, they sit there, they watch Fox News, and they just... They're angry, and they're waiting for MS-13 to climb in a window, <laughs> and they're waiting for... Because that's what uh, uh, keeps them going, is fear. Yeah. In Long Island, it almost seems like everyone has some sort of criminal slant in addition yes. to their... Is there a doctor or a nurse on Long Island who is not reselling pills on the black market somehow. Everybody wants to get ahead. Yeah. You're exposed to a lot of different classes of people at a young age. So you see really wealthy people, you see a lot of middle class people, you see some poor people, but your value system is very material based. Cars, houses, swimming pools, are you on the water or not? Uh, are you are you in a beach club? On your you on the go water, to the no, Hamptons. Big ones. Water, on, yeah. that's a big one on the water, yeah. right? Yeah. But all of these class distinctions are available to you at a young age. If you grew up in where Shane Gillis grew up in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, you don't have that, right? Mm -hmm. You have one town with a pretty uniform thing. Maybe you have a few rich people or not. But Long Island, you have this strata of wealth that you can look at and you basically go, I want to do anything to get a jet ski. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I don't care who I have to kill. I don't care what I have to do to just grab a jet ski. So that's why that's people... A lot, it's a lot of people. So people turn to crime a little bit to get ahead. Yeah, well, they yeah. turn to trying to figure a way around the system, a way around school. That's why I went right. into mortgages and failed because right. I wasn't good at it. Right. But the thinking was, fuck school. Right. I'm going to go around the system right. and get a Range Rover my way. Right, right, right. You know, and that's everybody, I think, in Long Island, there's a little bit of that. They go, I want to go around the system and try to get 
what's coming to me. That explains it. That's a great ex- that really explains it. Because in Long Island you have a you have a steroids. Yeah. A lot of steroids you can buy in Long Island. <laughs> a lot of pills can be bought in Long Island. Did you hear about those two nurses? Who were who were making the yes. fake fax fake cards? Fake fax cards. They were, I think they made nine hundred thousand dollars, which yep. also meant that there was a huge market for people who wanted. Oh, fake massive! <laughs> so people are always looking uh, to find a way around that. You'll you'll see yeah. like a doctor, but he also has a pizza shop. Do you shop. think that, Jared? Do you agree with that a little bit as a guy that grew up there? Yeah, yeah. There's always yeah. A, a way around it because I think right. the foundation of being successful in Long Island is what you see your parents do, and that's like right. a lot of union jobs and stuff. Right. Like that. So the pinnacle is like. Like, I need to cut that, you know, because right. I got a lot of friends now that got union jobs. They, they're successful. Right. Like my friend Mike, he wakes up, works at the water department, puts on a Carhartt, motherfucker thinks he's Warren Buffett. Right. You know right. Like, right. So it's like when you cut to the top where he's like, I got it. I don't got to work for it because I see my parents doing that every day. So it's like right. any, by any means necessary. It's right. By now, any means necessary. What's it's the true. racial thing going on over there? Is it like across the tracks? How does it work in Long Island? Like, well, what I mean, Long Island, you know, Long Island has a very ugly history yeah. of, of blockbusting, of redlining. Robin I mean, Moses making the bridges. Yeah. Run. Yeah. I mean, Robert Moses, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we're just, it's an ugly history. There's racism, there's big racism there. In the oh, yeah. I would say it's yeah. probably up there with like, I'm talking about, <laughs> it's probably top five in America, most racist place. You feel it. I mean, you feel it. You would know better than me, but like, it's legit. It's like, it doesn't take a backseat to anyone in terms of racism. No, right. it's, it's a racist place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you, you were talking to me like, oh, you're from Long Island because we went to a restaurant yeah. and the service was slow. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, you're from Long Island. You have a laid back culture. I'm like, no, dude. I pay attention to that because I'm black. And if right. you're not coming to my table, I think it's because of the color of my skin. That's right. You know? Right. So I'll, right. I always got to have that in the back of my head, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So is there like another side of the tracks? Is it by neighborhood? How does it work? I think it's racial? by neighborhood. You know, what what they did was real real estate agents were intimidated when they would go show a black family a home. Mm-hmm. Um, they were threatened. There was horrible harassment that like black families would experience just try. And there were also like, you know, a lot of the GI Bill loans that were available to white families were not available to black families. So they couldn't have the same access to credit, to funding, to buy houses and to get, you know, that type of foothold in those communities. So, you know. Jared's brother and father are cops. Yeah. Do they ever go a little extra hard? Does your parents ever go a little, do they go a little extra hard? Like if they pulled me or Tim over, they're like, you know what? He's from Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> they make it, they make us walk the line. You guys been drinking, nah, nah, sober nah. for fifteen years, but they still make you do it. Nah, nah. I mean that's I fun. would if I was black. I would do. I would have a little fun, because you know it's always the. It seems like it's always white cops. I have black out. friends that say black cops are more racist sometimes than white cops because they feel they have to be two blacks. Yes, mm. like really? sometimes that's what I've heard from. Again, I have no experience with it. Yeah. From black friends, I said sometimes a black cop will be more of a dick. Sometimes you prove yeah. yourself to prove yourself. Yeah, it's like being a yeah. female pilot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had some dick cops. I'm I mean, to- I I look at Long Island. I go. I drove around for years, high drunk, through really wealthy neighborhoods. No black kid could have done that without at least feeling like. They were vulnerable. Right. We never felt like that. Right. We used to just get high, pile into cars, and go look at Christmas lights. I mean, we drive in driveways of twenty million dollars. You do that mansions. now. You do that now. Yeah, you do it now. Yeah, it's part of what 
The thing about being a white guy, you can't be on HBO anymore. That's fine. You can drive around anywhere in the country yeah. that you want and look at the pretty houses. And that's what we did. There's no way a black kid could have went, you know what? How about this? Let's all pile in the house. Let's pile in the car. Let's get high and let's go see the estates. There's no way. So anybody that's like, white privilege is a myth. It's like, not really. Yeah, we Get a joint. Get my car. I'll show you it's not a myth. Yeah. It's scary rolling through white neighborhoods, dog. Yeah, I'm rolling yeah. the windows bumping Beethoven. No, it's yeah. true. Yeah, it's true. We've talked about because he, he and I bump rap. Yeah, and he yeah, does. Bump rap. Yeah, I just blast rap music <laughs> with these glasses. We were talking about it because Jared works for Amazon. And we were talking about like when he rolled, yeah, when you roll, you better, when you're black and you're an Amazon delivery guy in Long Island, you better have Amazon everywhere. <laughs> Tattooed on your forehead. Yeah, yeah. Be, be playing like Journey out of the car yeah. or mm -hmm. Neil Diamond or something. Just something very, very friendly. And the thing about the Long Island racist is it's not even like educated racist. Right. They didn't read much. Right. Like there's racists now that have like done their work. Right. They're like really in it. Yeah. Long Island, it's just a fear driven yeah, culture. Just get out of here. So they're racist I against. I want you out of here. It's Jews, Persians, black people, Hispanic people, different kinds of white people. Like, there are people on the North Shore that hate Irish people. Like, it's just fear and hatred. Right. A it's, lot of fear. A lot of fear. Yeah, this is what I love about understand. Tim. Yeah. This is what I love about Tim. And I, I didn't know it was, that's a Long Island thing. Yeah. A lot of you is Long Island. Oh, Long for sure. Island made you. A hundred percent. So what, what Tim will do is wherever, whenever me and Tim are hanging out, whether it be in L.A., Austin, yeah. wherever we go, he loves to just, he's like, let's go see the estates. Yeah. And he used to drive, can I say the car you were driving? Yeah. He had Cameron's car. Yeah. When he picked me up at the airport, I thought Cameron, the rapper, yeah, was picking yeah. me up. I, I mean, had a had Range Rover, Range red Rover, seats, TVs. TVs yeah. in the back, red leather. What do yeah. you call it? Bleeding on the interior? Yeah, ble bloody interior. Bloody yeah. interior. Yeah. And then we just go, and he's like, you want to see Sandra Bullock's house? And then yeah. we pull into Sandra Bullock's house. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if you could be doing that. He goes, you can do it. We can do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but what was she going to do? Yeah, it's like, they got the cameras. Big deal. We're fucking driving. I up. mean, she pulls me over, and I appreciate the home yeah. and what you've done. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, we pull into all these driveways where you know you're not really allowed to go. I've just always been curious about how people live. Yeah. I'm always curious so about how people live. So what's this energy thing? Because you're saying, like, you've always been curious. You're a guy. I remember, like, your Patreon started cooking a little bit. Yeah. Even before it got big, you were a guy who, who was like, you You like to live. And that's what I love I about I like you. to live. So the, the energy thing is just, you got to have fun with, no matter how much money you have. Yeah. You got to have fun. You can't be panicked. Yeah. My parents come from this horrible boomer scarcity mentality where they take food home from restaurants. They'll scoop like mashed potatoes into a coffee cup and bring it into the car. It's so demoralizing because what are you afraid of? Yeah. There's going to be more potatoes. Right. Like, But this fear of like, nope, the mac and cheese, bring it home. Yeah. Like this poverty mentality, scarcity mentality that a lot of people have where they like hold on every dollar. I've never done that. I'd rather work harder yeah. and spend more money. I like giving shit to people. Yeah. I like taking people out. I like having fun. I'd rather do that and work harder yeah. than die with a, a bunch of money in the bank. Yeah, what does that do? You're here yeah. for a couple decades. You got to have a good time. Yeah. If you're making money, have fun with it. And I think that part of that- And you of, do. I do. Yeah, yeah, we have fun. Part of the energy, I think, is that- if you put that out into the world, a lot of times good things will happen. Not yeah. always, but yeah. a lot of times, like, if you put that energy out there, yeah. 
Like, I have a nice apartment in Los Angeles, and people go, well, why do you have a nice apartment? You don't really use it. You're on the road a lot. I go, yeah, but why? But if I have people over, why do I want to live in a dump? Right. I can have it. Right. I've lived in a dump. I'm 37. I lived in a dump the majority of my life. Yeah. All of the good years. Yeah. All of the really good years yeah. were in a dump. Yeah. I've got a few years left. Why not have them somewhere nice? You mean truly, like, you know, what do you get? 67. At that point, the game's over. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in our 40s. I'm, I'm, almost, I'm 37. Like, you start saying to yourself, years you have left, are, you spent a lot of time getting here. Yeah. You might as well have fun. There's, I lived, and you know where I lived. Yeah. You know who I lived with. Yeah. You know the situation I was in. Yeah. And they were... You know, not were you know what you'd call nice. Yeah, no. It was I've not had bed bugs nice. multiple times. <laughs> I've had leaks. I'd wake up because a leak got me. You know, I'd wake up to water from the. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. No, but yeah, you, like I was saying, you were a guy who, when you got just a little bit, you would spend it to go stay at a fancy hotel. Yeah, every now and then I yeah. would take a break and yeah. just go do a nice night. Yeah. In a hotel to just know what it felt like. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, cool. Okay, and then I would go back to horror for right. six months. Now, you were were you doing that to feel the energy of what it's like to be able to afford that spot? I think I was doing it to go. Or just have you a good know time. what? We 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 kind of like we look at um, we've undervalued. Um, I think in, in our society, we've we've undervalued being authentically like selfish and we've undervalued it no truly yeah like authentically i feel selfish. like i just showed we up have, to an ayn rand club yeah, and I'm here's listening. the deal here's the deal we've we've put a ton of value yeah. in 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 wrapping your selfishness in these altruistic things yeah. the ukraine it's about you yeah it's not about the ukraine it's about you right you didn't know what the ukraine was three weeks ago right People, pe being selfish is our nature. It doesn't mean we should only be selfish. Right. But if we ignore that part of us, like, I want a nice thing. Yeah. I want to experience a nice thing. Yeah. If you ignore that, right. and then what you do is you're, that'll never go away. So you just start to wrap it up in other things where you are just, you know, half of the people that you see online being whatever you want to call it, virtuous or whatever, they're doing it for likes, for attention, for clout. They, because they want a thing and that thing is attention. Right. But they've wrapped it and they're packaging it in this idea that they care about whatever the issue of the day is. Selfish people don't do as much harm as altruistic people. That's right. Either. The ones that scare me are the ones that are going like, do you want paradise? Yeah, the ones that say like, hey, I've got the answers. Yeah, I've got the answers. If you listen to me and my friends, yeah. everything will work out. You just got to listen to us. Yeah. If not, we're going to have to shut down all your accounts and shut you up for a while yeah. until you come and, you know, like, you know, uh, do whatever, do whatever type of, you know, mea culpa you have to do and self-flagellate and do whatever. Yeah. By definition, a selfish person doesn't really harm you because they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about them. So the only harm they really do is only to themselves eventually. Yeah, I, I, think, I think people should want things. 
they should not be embarrassed about wanting things. Right. They should not hurt other people to get those things. Right. They should not, although some do. Yeah. They should not be corrupt, evil people to right. get those things. Unless there's a really good way. Unless those things are really nice. <laughs> and unless the method is. If is, the things you are can get away really with nice, <laughs> then. It's a sliding scale. Yeah. But yeah, but I would go stay in a hotel every now and then because I go, I want to feel what this feels like because it's a good feeling. Right. It's a good feeling. And if you if you don't think it's a good feeling to to be in a nice place that costs a lot of money to be there, you're crazy. Yeah, if you don't think flying across the coast to the west coast in Delta on the bed feels that good. That feels better. It feels good. Does it mean it's the greatest thing in the world, but it's better than Coach. It's better. You ever see that share thing she did where she goes, I've been old and young, young is better. I've been rich and poor, rich is better. I've been in love and single, in love's better. Like, she just does this very honest breakdown of like, I've been this and that, I've been famous, I've been not famous, famous, but like, she's just honest about it. Now, when are you going to write, because you told me you were going to write, your next thing you're going to write is Tim Dillon's Key to Success the Tim Dillon secret or something like that where you tell people yeah. the mentality because that book would be fucking hilarious. Well, I would yeah. buy that immediately if you wrote a book. I was writing a book. I was Tim in the Dillon's process. secret. I was in the process of writing a book like that and it was called, well, it was called, can't you know, it was called Cancel Your Family where I, all these people want to cancel. But the, the way to success really truly is to get away from everyone that you know yeah. and everyone, unless they're successful. Right. But the way to be really successful is to pretend that you're an orphan and, and get away from every person you've ever met and all history that you have. Remake and reinvent yourself right. as a completely different person, but not a lot of people want to do that. Right, a lot of it it's painful. That takes a lot of imagination, a lot of what other people would con consider phoniness, but really, it's creativity. Well, know? really, it's it, it's it's you either look around at the area that you grew up and the people you grew up with and want to be there or not. Right, it's simple. You either want to be there or not. So your goal in life is to replicate that life or to have nothing to do with it. Right. Mm. That's one of the two lives. Right. That's one of the two goals, to either replicate that life or to have another life. It's simple and like It's that. simple, it's yeah. simple. There's people that grow up and go, not, not that you have to hate your parents or your parents are probably lovely, but, but like my helps. parents- But that helps. My parents fought about money, they lived paycheck to paycheck, they did not do things they loved, they had jobs they did not like, they were Long Island miserable boomers, um, that's what they were. And I didn't want to be that. Right. So I said, I'll risk being broke to come out on the other end, not living that life. Right. Which is to me was a miserable life to, to do a job you hate and live in this part of Long Island and not love anything about what you're doing. Hate is an underestimated motivator. Oh, it's it great. Yeah, it is like because you hated it so much you would risk poverty to get away from it. Here's it, it was even worse than hating it. It was boring. Right. You hate boring. Boring is worse than hating. Right. Hating actually fills you with something. It animates you. <laughs> you can kind of yeah. live somewhere you hate yeah. and make the most of it. Yeah. Um, 
I, you get bored when when I hated Austin, I could live there. Right. The minute I started to get bored with my own hatred of it, I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, because right. well, I got bored. It was fun to hate it for a while. I hate them. I drive around. They suck. That right. restaurant's horrible. Come on, I gotta show you how bad it is. Right. And then eventually, I got to a point where I'm like, I gotta go. I'm bored by my own. Hate. Hate is not the worst thing because there's passion there. Yeah. People say be passionate. If you hate, you have passion. And it's not the opposite of love. The opposite no. of love is apathy. Yeah. Boredom. 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 Indifference. Yeah. That's the opposite of love. So that's the thing about it where I got, I looked around at the my, my upbringing in Long Island, which I loved. As a kid, I loved growing up in Long Island. I hated the idea of remaining in Long Island and living in Long Island. Yeah. I yeah. love the idea of growing up there. It was a great place to grow up. Right. To have all those formative experiences, it was a cool spot. Now, let's say you went, you started comedy. Yeah. Didn't work out. Yeah. Okay? Let's say it didn't work out. Who is the Tim Dillon? Oh, I mean, it's a good question. Yeah. What? Where does Tim, what do you do now? What's it? Sales, not great. Not right. a lot of money. Half a million a year in yeah. sales. Yeah. Uh, because I don't really love it. Yeah. And maybe on a few- Do you go back to the island? What do you do? In the city? Florida. 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 Why Florida? Florida's free money. Free money. It's free money. Yeah. Florida's the area where uh, the wild must go. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So I think I'd probably go to Florida. Florida's the place you go after a divorce or if- A lot of the mortgage guys I used to work with are down in Florida. Down in Florida. Yeah, Florida's where you go. Florida's where you go, though it's the end. Right. You gotta be very careful. I almost bought something in Miami and then I didn't, but I decided, I went, I don't want to do because Florida is the end. Interesting. Why? When you don't come back from Florida, ever, mentally. You can never live in Florida and then come back. Like, you, you're, you've mentally never came back from Florida. I was there a year. You're, you're, you're never mentally back from Florida. Mm, I'm still it's, there. It's a disease. It's cancer. It's in remission. <laughs> it's in remission, but it'll never fully leave you. Interesting. It's a very powerful state. It's Vietnam. It, it is very... What, it is Vietnam. And when you live there... You actually start to it. You start to look very Florida. Yeah, your like thoughts, your everything. ideas, yeah. everything starts happening. Yeah, it just something about Chris- every now and then you sit down and you don't even know how it happened, but Tucker Carlson's on the screen. <laughs> you know why? You lived in Florida for a year. Right, right. It's just gonna happen. Right. You could look at your tweets and somebody go, "That guy's lived in Florida." <laughs> There's no diagnose it. It's diagnosable. Like, oh, were you in a? You know, you like a doctor could look at you and go. Okay, did you have a bad fall? Yeah. Somebody could look at your tweets and go, that man's lived in Florida. Right, right. Because Florida's freedom. Yeah. And you're free. Yeah. I always look You're at- free, and that's a little bit of a problem, but like that freedom comes from you left New York, you'll fuck it. Yeah. I'm so I'm gonna live in Miami. I'm free, and that never leaves you. Yeah, it's true. And and it Florida's an interesting place. I always felt like the Northeast is like America's brain. Yeah. Right? Then Florida's like America's penis. Okay. And then like Texas is America's balls. Yeah. And then like the Midwest is their stomach. And then the West Coast is the mental illness. No. No? What do you think? I I think that, again, you're making the West Coast too interesting. (laughs) No, really. Like in that analogy, you're giving the West Coast way too much. I just think of Hollywood. I think of Whitney Cummins. I think of mental illness. It's boring. But it's all boring. That's what you're missing. It's actually not. It's actually all just boring. It's America's ass. It's, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's America's not even that. It's just America's. Fake. It's a pretty face. Right. 
The West Coast is a pretty face, a nice bone structure. So it's, so it's America's vanity. Yeah, it's nice hair. But that's not boring. Hotness is not boring. It is after a while. After a little while. It is while. after you come. Yeah, but, but if you can come multiple <laughs> times. Yeah, but then you got to stop coming eventually, and then it's boring again. Yeah. My, my point is that... In that scenario, I think you give the West Coast too much credit. I mean, I'd love some schizophrenia in LA. There isn't any. What there is is a lot of people pretending to be schizophrenic because they think it's a good brand. Right. It's a real difference. (laughs) Right. My mother's a genuine schizophrenic. She's She's not in HBO, Chris Gethard. So here's the thing. (laughs) The reality is, don't edit that out, I'll sue you. But the whole thing is... She's legitimately ill. Right. So, There's no glamour no, to mental my illness. My mother was never like, let's build a career out of <laughs> having pretend mental illness. She's literally in trouble. Right, right, right. So that's why I'm very sensitive to people who have appropriated mental illness as their <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing really fun about it. No. Yeah. No, there's nothing marketable about it. No. There's very little marketable about genuine mental illness. Right, right. Truly. Right. And I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about it or express it in your art or whatever. Yeah. But when I see people's Twitter handles, like I'm Anxiety Man 52, like, <laughs> I just think it's a little crass. It's a little crass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have to at least be on a medication to be mentally illness. Well, the way I, I think of it, you shouldn't diagnose yourself off Instagram. Right. <laughs> Guys, you know how important uh, mental health is for you, for me. I use this service. I go to therapy. I take care of my mental health. It's the most important thing. Um, we're talking about Cerebral. It's an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. It's really convenient and really takes the hassle and the stigma out of mental health services and counseling. Um, It's always a pain in the butt to find a counselor to go. This happens right on your phone, which is actually the way I do it now, and it's great. And you have to check out Cerebral. Simone Biles um, is the chief impact officer here. She's really brought this issue to the forefront. Um, You know, she goes through it, and it's really taking the shame out of it. People like Kevin Love on the Cleveland Cavaliers is talking about it. Everyone's talking about it, and it's really good. You know, life is hard, and we all have problems. So really, really go check out Cerebral. Rebral, affordable treatments that are one-third the price of traditional therapy. Um, there's treatment options that are available with or without insurance. So it's very affordable and it varies. It's uh, in-network for several insurances and they're working every day to grow their partnerships. But even if you're out of network, they'll provide you with the necessary paperwork so you can easily submit a claim. Um, 50% off of Cerebral's clinicians self-identify, 50% of Cerebral's clinicians self-identify as people of color. So it's important to Cerebral to, uh, have the diversity, um, that matches the population. So everyone can get the treatment they deserve based on who they want to see. Um, so, uh, you can match with the therapist, then change therapists. You set your appointments where it's convenient to, uh, for you, um, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So go download this app, man. Um, this is what you do. Cerebral.com slash fumes. That's where you go. Cerebral.com slash fumes. And what you get is 65% off your first month. 
That's just a total of $30 to get started with Cerebral. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. This is absolutely incredible, guys. I want you to go to Cerebral. Take care of yourself. It'll better your life. It will better your headspace and will make you more successful in your all the endeavors that you are undertaking in your life. It's just, it, it is of paramount importance. So thank you, Cerebral, and I hope you guys go sign up. Cerebral.com slash fumes. It needs to come from a, from a psychiatrist. Yeah, just having a mother who's genuinely schizophrenic. When did that start? How did you guys start to know that she was schizophrenic? She was talking about people following her when I was in eighth grade. Okay. That, uh, so she was thinking that people were following her. She thought that her life was this grand story where one of her uncles was maybe famous and like nobody knew where there was like, she started to involve or now that America's caught up with her where she could run for Congress now. <laughs> she's completely, she's now everything she says is completely something that people are going said. like, wait a second. Yeah. I think they are following you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she started having paranoid ideations when I was in, uh, Eighth grade. You know, it's interesting. My best friend growing up right now, um, he's going through some unfortunate times, but his mom, when we were little, said that she was Cleopatra reincarnated and uh, yeah. he was Mark That's Anthony. a sign. Yeah. Yeah. And then she would That's show- what we call a red flag. Yeah. And then she would show me uh, a, a secret language that she said she could write. Do you know what I'm talking about? I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so she would, and then I, I would say, can I say it? Can I see it? And she would do it and it was just scribble. And, um, but she's living an interesting life in that reality. Like your yes. mom, if people are following her, why don't we just let those people live those? She thinks she's, your mom thinks she's 007. I mean, that's a funner the problem, life than anything. The problem is that it, it's progressive. It gets worse and worse it and worse. It gets worse. Right. Now, I don't know if it's gotten worse for that woman. I don't know. But she I, passed away, but I mean, right. She also what happens, substances. What happens is yeah. it gets progressively worse. Yeah. They become afraid of you. Right. That's where it gets they bad. They start having, you know, right. problems like you're the issue. She was pretty functioning towards the end. She was sure. like, you know, and it was weird because otherwise she was pretty normal. And then she would say, oh yeah, I'm Cleopatra reincarnated. And that would. Yeah. I, my it, mother would say things like maybe I think Elvis was my biological father. <laughs> You know, and she'd go, if you look at where my mother was on a trip and where Elvis's tour was, they were together, you know, and my grandmother was like, thank you for, you know, you're implying that I'm fucked Elvis and didn't tell anyone. <laughs> but again, this is the, that's real mental illness. Yeah. It, you know, nobody at, uh, you know, Peacock is trying <laughs> to get my mother to do a show. Right. There may be something to that. So you're saying that Naomi Osaka. Yeah. Or yeah, the gymnast having a little twisties or, or well, loose. here's the deal: if you don't want to, you don't want to do your. And I have a joke about it in my act, a gymnast. Yeah. But if you don't want to do your thing, fine. What yeah. am I? Yeah, it's dangerous. You don't want to do it. Is it funny that you dropped out of the Olympics? Absolutely. Am I going to make fun of it? Yes, I'm making fun of it because people are like, "That's what a real chance." I mean, it's like I'm going to make fun of it. Osaka just didn't want to do interviews. Right. That's stupid. Right. That has nothing to do with mental illness. In my estimation just right. cancel the tournament well, if you're mentally ill you don't do the tournament right you don't pick and choose you know right yeah, yeah. she didn't want to do interviews unless they were interviews of her and her bikini that she could post on her instagram yeah whatever it because was i just 
Athletes also are dumb by right. their nature. They're not intelligent people. They're not supposed to be. Right. We're, they're becoming mentally ill because we're telling them they're supposed to be fully sentient human beings. Right. They're actually not. They're supposed to throw balls in hoops, do flips, jump around. They're not supposed to be intelligent. Right. Um, it's absolutely true. You're Ask, a big sports fan. Well, no, but but I, I don't, whether I am or not, yeah. the vast majority of athletes are not intelligent. Right. It, it's, it's absolutely true. Football players are actually... No. You got to learn a lot of plays. And what? It, yeah, it's, what are you talking about? Listen, it's physical and your intelligence is all to, to make your body do certain things. Have you ever sat down with Terrell Owens and talked about geopolitical issues? <laughs> the guy's... He's selling a candle right now. Yeah. I, who, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's athletics. Why are we right, making yeah. it... Just be, be an athlete. Right. Be an athlete. Right. So what did you think about that whole thing? You think it, they were being dramatic? A Actors bit? are not smart. Right. Is this new? No, they're not. Is this new? Right. I'm sorry. Am I am I bursting anyone's bubble here? Wait. Smart people are ignored in our society as they should be. They are, yeah. They're <laughs> locked in rooms. They're right. fucking fucking their students. They're trying to. They're grotesque, ugly for the most part, nerdy people that are ignored and put away. Athletes, actors, people like that, they're not leading with their brain. That's not what they're doing. Do you think actors are more are smarter or more virtuous? Which is a more salient Good actors don't exist. Here's what I mean. Right. I know some actors that are pretty decent actors. They're not they don't exist. Right. There you sit down with them at lunch, they are not there. They try on three personalities in the span of the lunch. Yeah. They don't know who they are. And there isn't a them for them to be, which is why they're so damn good at act. Robert De Niro doesn't exist. Right. He's not real. He's not a real. It's not a real thing. So, he he goes into these things and he's brilliant at what he does. But you would have dinner with him and go, "That sucked. Why? Because yeah. it's not real. Right. It's, it's not a real person. Yeah. So um. So what you're saying is when they tweet virtue and stuff like that, that's not real. Is that an act? That's a personality they're trying on today. Right. Today, they're political guy. Right. I'm political guy today. Yeah. You better watch out, Putin. <laughs> and then tomorrow, they'll be like, I'm party guy. Yeah. I'm party guy. And then they're, I'm, I care about trans people guy. <laughs> and then they're just, I'm hot guy. You see that? You ever see that yeah, transition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From I care about trans people in the Ukraine to, ah, it's my cock. <laughs> it's, it's a transition. So they go from one to one. They just keep. It keeps it fun. Because ultimately the motivation, are you saying ultimately the motivation is for attention for them? So whatever they're trying on. The only thing. Right. The only thing that they, like how did they get to where they are? Did all the actors who tweet all the virtuous stuff, did they get to where they are by walking in rooms talking about how they needed to change the culture for the better? No, no, no. They got there by having a severe addiction to self. <laughs> <laughs> And an untreatable addiction to their selves, yeah. which is how they got good. Uh, we got good at comedy by doing comedy three or four times a night. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't. We did. We, were we ever at the Bowery Mission? Right. No, right, we right. were at the Bowery doing spots. Right. Nobody was at the Bowery Mission scooping baked beans into a cup. Now, why? Why? Now people can lie and 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 then go. Well, we should have been. Fair point. Maybe, right, right. but we weren't. Right. Why has it become that nobody wants to admit that? Why has it become that everyone is so scared, as you said at the outset of this, to say, I care about me? What, what, why, what's so wrong about that? Because 
the social capital doesn't reside with that. The social capital resides with people who pretend to care for others. Mm -hmm. And all they care about is social capital. So it would be like one bank closing down and the other bank opening and going, well, why doesn't anyone go to that bank anymore? Everybody loved it. In fact, that bank's the one that made everybody rich. Yeah. You go, well, that bank closed down. We've got a new bank. Right. And then eventually that bank will close down and they'll open another bank and then everybody will go there. It's uh, just basically what you have to do. Here's a good tip for people if you're trying to question whether somebody's really good or not. The best people usually don't really talk about it that much. They just do. They just yeah. do good things. They don't, they're not making sure you know about all the things that they're doing all the time. Whenever anyone's doing that, that usually It's is never been easier. For them. It's never been easier to be a good person. You just never been tweet. easier. You just just send out a tweet. Send out a tweet. Put out an Instagram. Use your platform for good. It's never been easier yeah. to be a good person. Yeah. It's never been easier to be a bad person. Right. You did the wrong thing. We found a tweet. Found the thing. We can cast you aside and say you are a bad person because of something we didn't like. Right. So it's never been easier to be good. It's never been easier to be bad. We can just write you off or we can make you a king. But the thing about Leonardo DiCaprio, he cares about the environment. He goes so far as to when he travels, he travels only right. on yeah. foot and by horse right, yeah. and things like that. Well, here's so the thing how can people be more like here's Leo? The thing, we all care about the environment. This yeah. idea that people hate the environment. Right. Have you ever seen anyone hate the environment? No, Okay, no. no one doesn't care about the environment. Here's what people can't do. They can't pay $9 for a gallon of gas because their lives will be destroyed. Unless you're Stephen Colbert and it's yeah. no sweat off your back. So people, people, it's always like this, this binary between people who care about the environment or people who don't. No, it's how much can you personally sacrifice at any given time for anything? You know what I mean? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, and batteries are not like this. Like the Ukraine, everybody goes, we could do a no-fly zone. I go, no, no, no. Are you mentally ill? Do you know what a no-fly zone is? A NATO no-fly zone? That'll bring us into direct conflict with Russia, a nuclear power, because we would have to enforce the no-fly zone. Well, how do we enforce it? Shooting down Russian aircraft. Yeah. Well, what do you think happens? Right. We're, and by the way, I think these sanctions are crazy too, because we're, we're making a guy desperate. You don't want your enemy broke. Put him in a corner. We're, we're putting him in a corner. We're putting Putin in a place where he's going to go, all right, so we ain't got nothing. The economy's uh, exploded, so guess what? Let's really hit the Ukraine. I have to say, I, I kind mean, of agree with Hillary on this. What did, what did she say? Hillary just was sending out this sort of this message when she was talking on one of those Sunday shows, Meet the Press or whatever. Yeah. She was like, I'm hoping the people around him, I'm hoping the people around him see but that's how dangerous stupid, what he's but doing. But it's stupid too. How do you deal that's with a guy stupid. like this? You and ignore it! Turn off the TV! Just no one cared about the fucking Ukraine. Yeah. They only care because they're white. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah. That's literally the truth. And I know you may disagree with that, but did you give a shit about Yemen? Did you care about the brown kids no. in Yemen? You don't. No. You care about them because you could imagine them coming to dinner at your house. <laughs> That's really why you care. You ignore it. Turn the fucking TV off. Yeah. That's how you deal but with there's it. There's a little there's this Turn one. Turn it off. This one has a little bit more nuclear war implications than Yemen. Yeah, if yeah. we keep fucking with him, yeah. stop fucking with him. Yeah. Let him do what he wants.
sucks. But do you sorry, think, you don't God think gonna, sucks. You don't think he's gonna keep going though and keep going and let him let him go. What do you do? Yeah. What? Who? Are you gonna go to nuclear war for Estonia? No. You gonna go to nuclear war for Latvia? No. Wh- who? Wh- what of those countries do you want to see your family incinerated for? I let me know. I just can't even believe he ain't coming here. I he ain't coming to Vermont. No. I can't believe if, if another power did what we did to him. Yeah. which was create an alliance. If Putin created an alliance with Mexico and put missiles in Mexico, we would flip the fuck out. Yeah. So the reality is, yes, he shouldn't keep going. He's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. He's a madman. The people that are cheering him on are insane. The people that think he's some force for good in the world are insane. But real politic, be rational. Here's the reality. I want a summer. And we're gonna. We need cheap gas. So does Joe. Joe Behar needs a summer. Like we need a summer. That's what we need. So let's cut the shit. Let's stop pretending that we give a fuck. We don't. Joe, stop pretending. Yeah, I mean, do you applaud what she said? Because she was just like, "Hey, man, is this gonna affect my summer?" It's hilarious. She has no self awareness, but it was hilarious. (laughs) But here's the reality: What are we prepared to do? What are we gonna do? What are we really gonna do? Mm -hmm. They have what a hundred nuclear warheads. What are we gonna do? What do you want to do? I'm good. Every, I, I think what he's doing is bad. I think what Saudi Arabia is doing in Yemen is bad. I think what Israel's done in the left bank is really bad. I don't think that's good. I don't think how Palestinians live is good. Wait, I'm I, not, I don't mind what they did in the left bank. Well, whatever it was. The, the you know, West Bank Gaza, is The West Bank, right. yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know. Left bank is what, Paris? I just wanted to point out how much you cared about it. <laughs> but this is my, my whole point is this. Let's stop pretending right, right. that it's, uh, this is a thing. But what about Sean Penn? He's there, boots on the ground. That's our chance. That's our shot. <laughs> That's our shot. He's there. Yeah. So is Brittany Grenier. She's in Russia. Can we get them to talk to Putin and, and work We somehow? might have to. Yeah. We might have. I feel bad what's going on. I had a Ukrainian comedian on. This shit sucks. Yeah. I feel bad. I donated $5,000 in Bitcoin to the Ukrainians. What do you want me to Good luck. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. What do you want me to do? They could buy some weapons with that, right? Hey, I, you know, like, Are there some Web3 weapons companies that I, would yeah. accept Bitcoin right now? I hope. Lockheed Martin has to have a wing for the future for Web3. I hope yeah. that they 3D print some ghost guns. and, and <laughs> But I also, think, I also think, and let me say something very controversial right now. Yeah. Because I want you to get views. Ukraine peaked too early. <laughs> Ukraine peaked too early. Yeah. They peaked too early. Good narratives... You have to pay attention to narratives. They peaked very early, and everybody's like, Russia's getting bogged down. Russia's done. Russia's not going to be able to do it. Now, all of us, all of us, whether we admit it or not, we're all rooting a little bit for Russia because <laughs> Ukraine just got, it got too much, too much of a pop early on, and that's not the way the movie, like, to Zelensky, and look at this. And we're in the beginning, we're like, yeah, Ukraine, Ukraine, but we're like, but that didn't build didn't build it was just too quick too should have done so now we're sitting back and we're looking at putin and he's isolated and you know pizza hut won't do business there anymore (laughs) and we feel a little bad for him we feel a little bit for him yes he's killing babies blue 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 (laughs) but we look at him and we feel because he's got a, a little kind of a duck face and he's sitting there and he's very and we're saying to ourselves uh, you know, we just I, I mean, can relate to that guy. I've been down. I don't well, yes, yes. I've been down. You've been down. I've, I've been, been down. shunned. I don't want I don't want them to be humiliated. Right. I don't want Russia to be humiliated. I, can I say that? Can I say that I don't think it's good for anyone if Russia's humiliated? I the Soviet anthem yeah. is the most beautiful piece of music. <laughs> 
that has ever been. I want this on a compilation uh, of pro-Russia people so he can get views. I mean, who hasn't felt shut out? Who hasn't felt ostracized? I go to the gym and sometimes I'm like, it's like hard and I'm like, I'm like, this is what Russia feels like right. right now. They didn't anticipate the amount of resistance. Right. And to me, I go, it would be easy for me to just go, yes, I agree in principle with the Ukraine right. because I do. Right. I agree in principle with self-determination, democracy. <laughs> but let's also get to a deeper level, more guttural, more animalistic, dare say more reptilian. Right. <laughs> I feel slightly for Russia now because the Ukraine, they've been jamming it down our throat so much. The cock is so down your throat. Zelensky's a hero. Okay. I didn't know who he was a week ago. He's God. And you go, you go, he's out on the front lines. You go, well, no, he's not. He's a president. Why is he on the front lines? Who would want him on the front yeah, lines? No. Like, well, they're all pictures, but shut up. I always say that. They go, yeah, yeah. he's all pictures, but shut yeah. So it's been so much that it's causing this weird little backlash now where I feel myself. Right. Identifying kinda, with Putin. Identifying <laughs> with Putin. Putin's the, he's like the new kid at school. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like he's. he's Zelensky, I mean, yeah. He's if he's on the popular. front lines, he's bringing his barber with him. Anytime because Hollywood, he's got a fresh shape up every week. Anytime yeah. Holly, yeah. Hollywood has just become a cringe fest. Anytime they fully get involved, I just you know it's just a knee jerk. But everybody starts going, "This is cringe." Right, right. This is cringe. I mean, listen, what BIPOC person out there hasn't felt shut out, yes. shunned by Hollywood, yes. opportunity taken away? That's what they're doing to Putin right now. They're taking. They just took away McDonald's. From his I, country. I just feel like he, I don't, I, I'm looking at him and I'm looking at them and I'm going, again, I didn't think about any of this until two weeks ago, so bear with me. My opinions are fluid, like my gender. <laughs> I, I Sometimes I feel very strongly about the Ukraine. Like I wake up and sometimes I go, I think the Ukraine should win. But then sometimes by lunch I go, I don't think so anymore. I think right. Putin should kill all of them. Right. And then by dinner I go, maybe we should do an a deal right but I, I i just float i'm very fluid and i think that's the approach here it's not to commit right it's really just kind of fluid you're not gender fluid you're more uh war fluid yeah i'm more yeah. fluid because i think that the u.s ruling class is like let's just make it syria for 10 years right we'll give you a bunch of weapons just fight it out is raytheon will make a bazillion dollars is the ideal profession for you if it wasn't comedian double agent no, because it's it's too hard. Right. It's too hard. Wouldn't it's, that be fun, though, to kind of... It's not because you can't tell anyone you're a double agent. Right. That's the part that's, that I couldn't do. That's Why a, do all of that and then not be able to... There's that old expression. Because like, everyone just thinks you're a loser, right. you're a bookkeeper, you're cleaning up the shop, right. but you're really an assassin. But what's the... What's the it's point? It's a specific kind of person that can do that. I yeah. can't do that. Yeah, there's that old expression, what's the point of the perfect crime if nobody knows you committed it? That's a great it. point. Yeah. That's tough. It's hard. You get no recognition because if you get you, away with it, you get no recognition. That's right. Is that ultimately why people self-destruct is because they want that recognition for whatever heist they pulled off, like whether it be conscious or unconscious? I think like, perhaps. They want to, like every serial killer, if he just didn't write a dumb note to the cops, yeah. maybe he'd get away with it, but then nobody would know it was him. And that's the whole they point want, doing it in the know, first place. Did you see the Batman? I did see the Batman. It's great. It's really good. It's really good. Paul Dano is great. Yeah. yeah. There's the Riddler. Mm -hmm. And you know, at the end, he's, you know, he's like, uh, you know, he wants recognition. 
Right. He's like, I want, because you, up until he does this stuff at the end, I won't do spoilers, but like, you kind of agree with him. You're like, oh, he's kind of doing, taking out some corrupt people. And then at the end, you're like, oh, this is bad. Right. Can't do this. Yeah. Right. Um, but at the end, you know, he wants the recognition. He wants the Batman to uh, appreciate what he's done. And it's really funny because none of us matter in the green, uh, in the in the grand scheme. But we all desperately want to matter for a little amount of time. Well, we're the only human beings that know that life is finite, right? right. We're the only. We're the. I'm, I'm sorry. We're the only life forms that know it's ending. Bunnies right. don't know. Right. The car just goes. If they did know, they'd be a little bit more theatrical. Who knows what they did? Yeah. But like, we're the only people that really have a grasp of it. I mean, elephants kind of know. Smarter animals might have a little clue. Yeah, that's why they're dramatic. Yeah, yeah. but like with us, people want to make their mark. Right. Everyone that's, wants to make their mark, even though it ultimately gets erased. Yeah, and 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 right now we just live in a world where truth has been murdered. It's been like completely destroyed. And uh, we're living in, a, in an era where people are manifesting their own realities and we're all just manifesting our own realities. And, it, and, and that's why we have this digital realm that will allow us to do that. And that's why it's going to get more and more dystopian because nobody's going to come back together again because we don't have to. We're going to just further splinter into other realities where like your reality and my reality might have nothing to do with Jared's reality or Jesse's reality and, and or whoever I'm using examples like everybody's reality is going to be completely different. You're going to somebody's living in a reality right now where Trump is still the president. Right. And that's their reality. Right, it's right. true to them. Right. They believe that he should true be in to there. them. He's still the president. No, not even that he should be that he is. That he is. That he's it's a secret thing that he's calling the shots. Well, that's a fun reality. There are, it's great. There's people that believe Sandy Hook didn't happen. There's people that believe Everybody has a, a, a reality they choose to live in. Now, you donated some money to the Ukraine. 5,000. 5,000 Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah. So your donation was Web3. Is there yes. any way to broker a deal between Putin and Zelensky? And you got to give Putin Donbass. You got to give him Donbass. You got to give him the other one. You got to give him those two things he Dumbass wants. Donbass and, and Donbass. Donbass and whatever. Donbass. Donbass and Donbass. Whatever it is. Crimea. He has Crimea ready. Yeah, he's got that. Give them that. Yeah, that's where the oil and then, is. And then the say you won't join NATO and you won't join the EU. You're not going to join any blocks. What if we say, fellas, enough of this real world fighting. Let's take it to the future. Let's take this war to Web 3. Well, this is what Putin is Put seeing. Put your Googles on and let's get Putin, in the metaverse. Putin is seeing he's getting a little bogged down because he didn't have a content strategy. What he should have done. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. true. Because, look, I mean, look at Ukraine. Zelensky's yeah. out there like, I'm God. Yeah. And the West is eating it up. Right. Uh, Putin did not have a strategy. Right. He didn't have unboxing videos. He didn't have TikToks. He didn't have any strategy on YouTube. He didn't have any real good PR strategy. I mean, literally, they are losing the information war. And they could be winning the information war or at least, you know, making headway, but they're not doing anything. How do we get Putin on Rogan to tell his side of the story? I've told I've called Joe Percy yeah. said please have him on. Yeah. To tell his Can side. I, I want to sit next to him like yeah. when I did Alex Jones. Yeah. I want to sit next to Putin. And then Putin will just turn around and poke me every now and then. Yeah. And I'll go and Putin I, will go, yeah, Minkin. Yeah, there is the mainstream narrative out there, but I'd love to hear from the other side. Well, here's the deal, it's a war. Yeah. It's a war. Yeah. So Putin's got the narrative. You go, yeah, 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 you put missiles here. Yeah. I told you they're not joining NATO. Yeah, am I a psychopath? Yeah, but this is what it is. 
and you know they're they're just it's not going to happen. Yeah, as and uh, you listen, and I, I listen. You can agree or disagree with it. it. Doesn't really matter. It's a war, right? I don't agree that he invaded a country, but I'm saying that's what he feels. Right. That's his thing. Right. He feels like the Ukraine's always been theirs. Right. It's never really been apart from them, and he goes. This is the way I feel. I feel that the 2014 thing where Yanukovych was thrown out was a CIA back coup. Zelensky's a puppet of America. It is what it is. Now, a lot of people in Ukraine want Western shit. They want to be Western. That's what they want, yeah. That's what they want. And some of them don't. Like maybe Donbass, some of the old hardliners don't. But Putin's whole deal is like, listen, I don't want that. I don't want, I'm not in it. I that. don't care what you want. The Ukraine needs to recognize it's not really about they want what they want. They are more of a buffer between two powers that want separate things. Separate things. And nobody and then cares listen, about what you want. A little, they get a little weird in the Ukraine. They yeah. don't love the blacks. They no, do a little they CK a little, a little too much. Yeah. Uh, so they're also not, very corrupt. It's been very corrupt. Yeah, yeah. it's. What do, you, what do we think? This is Vermont. Let's yeah, cut it out here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cut it out. So Putin needs to have a content strategy, digital strategy, some war NFTs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think if he released the war in clips as opposed to? As yes, because no one watches the hour. <laughs> Nobody's watching the whole thing. Nobody watches yeah. the hour. I think the war has to be released in clips. Right. The bombing clips. has to be released in clips on Instagram. And uh, his perspective. Andrew Schultz should just go over and tell Putin how to do it. Just do it. You should sit down <laughs> yeah. with him and break down why he's failing. He should. Yeah. And uh, he's obviously going with the strategy of Nazis everywhere. We're gonna get, we're gonna denazify Ukraine. And we're going with the strategy of there's no Nazis, and the truth is in the middle, right? Because there's some Nazis. They have a Nazi battalion. But it doesn't mean that, every, and so do we probably. I mean, right. who's in our middle? You right. know what I mean? Right. Uh, so that it's again, it's all the way you want to look. It's really just your perception. Yeah. It's just your perception. Right. It's really just the way you want to look at it. And war makes for strange bedfellows. So they yeah. A lot of people probably didn't like that Nazi Nazi battalion yeah, but until they, they had to kill it. some commies. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? We don't really care what's on your book reading list at this point. Hey, we'll overlook the books you're reading. Whatever it is, it is. Yeah. If, if 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 the 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 goal is to make sense out of everything in life. You've already lost. Yeah. You've already lost. Interesting. What do you mean by that? If the goal is to make sense out of these things, you've already lost. Because you won't make sense out of never. it. Never. Right. You'll never truly make, you'll never, you can arrange the world in a way that makes you feel better, but the histories of these countries are so deep and complex and long and the relationships that we have with any given leader at any given time and all the things that have been on the table that are not on the table, the broad strokes of this doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of what's really going on. And you can just say, hey, women and children are being killed. That is fucking horrible. And men, everyone, it's horrible. But it's horrible in Yemen. It's horrible in Palestine. It's horrible in Iraq. It's horrible in Syria. It's horrible when a fifth, uh, a fifth grader in Pakistan goes play soccer and Obama drones him, and but he's cool and Obama... You know, it's cool and goes on The Tonight Show. We say that's cool. And Putin doesn't go on The Tonight Show. So let's cut this shit. Let's be real. And I'll see everybody in the Hamptons. Because I've had enough of the bullshit. I've had enough of the fake cock virtue crap. We're all demons from hell. And we are. That's what we are. So you can either enjoy it and have a fucking soft shell crab sandwich. Or you can fucking keep going on Twitter and putting your pussy out there. And hoping that you and Zelensky get a fucking show on Netflix. I don't care. Are we trending yet or not? I'm trying to help him. Here's my final question. 
A lot of similarities have been made, but what are the key differences between, between me and Amy Schumer? None physically. <laughs> right. Mentally, I believe she's Jewish. I believe she's Jewish. No, I'm, are we on? Are we on pace to do better than the last episode? <laughs> no, I was going to say, what are the yeah? What are the key differences between you and Amy Schumer, and what are the key differences between Putin and Emma Stone? So Emma Stone is a fat bitch. Who's attractive but is low key fat right. and goes to all the best restaurants in LA. And a lot of times, like, for whatever reason, me and her have been in a restaurant and she gives me dirty looks because, like, sometimes she's gotten a table that I wanted or whatever. She's just so, but she's a very interesting person and she's low key fat, even though she's not. And, you know, she's a the difference, Emma Stone, I don't know much about the difference between Ellen and Putin. Right. Okay. Let me say Because a lot of similarities have been made. But what are the key differences? The key difference between Ellen and Putin is I believe down deep somewhere you can find goodness in Putin. <laughs> there you have it. TimDillonComedy.com. Live Tim dates. Dillon, Thank uh, you. Please check out his show. Uh, a lot of you don't know about it. Tim um, Dillon it's show. It's a growing show. It's in Moscow. It's in <laughs> Moscow. Um, would you take a deal from a Russian company that offered you money well not now they have no money okay how about ukrainian no they're gonna get pillaged they're gonna get pillaged so right now it's just substack china china yes yeah yes uh, we always say it china we are willing to hear you out yeah always 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 take a meeting with china always yes especially if you're selling an apartment they pay cash that's right they might even pay cash they may give you the 20 mil that you want in Cash. Love it. That's the only ones who could do Love it. Love the Han Chinese. Zhang Shui. <laughs> My Greek brother, John Mikas. This is a small business shout out to you, man. Freaking cold. Spring water is the bomb in recyclable aluminum bottles. We just got our shipment from you. We're going to have them all over the studio. It's incredible, guys. I need you guys to start to get rid of your Poland Springs, get rid of all your plastic bottled water. First of all, it's colder because it's in the metal bottle. So, and it's absolutely delicious. Uh, freaking cold spring water um, is from the ancient Blue Ridge Mountains of Georgia. The water is crisp and clean tasting. It really is. It comes in a recyclable, uh, recycled aluminum can. Almost all new aluminum comes from China. Mm -hmm. So let's reuse what's already here. Stays colder longer because of the bottle, like I said, and it comes with this screw cap that you can't, that you can refill and reuse. I mean, the bottles are incredible. Freaking cold, baby. Uh, they don't, they don't want to just be another water company. It wants to be the water company. We're going to make it the water company of the long days crew. The Cyclops cult, long haulers, the Fediverse. This is the water we're going to be drinking from now on. It's cheaper. It's better for the environment. And the water is colder and it is damn crisp uh the company the there's the plastics are out of the equation here which is why jesse loves it. you were on board when you heard about that oh hell yeah hell yeah it's so good so go to freakingcoldspringwater.com. they deliver you a full thing so you can just keep re-upping instead of the Poland Springs. That's what we're doing at my house right now is we're just getting rid of the Poland Springs. I hate that. And then there's bottles all over the place. You can even reuse these. I still, I refill. So go to freakingcoldspringwater.com. Like I said, they give a percentage of their profit to conservation organizations. I love this, man. So go right now. Order your water 
for your crib. This is your new water company. Let's support the environment. Let's support America and small business. Guys, our next small business shout out. I am equally as excited as I told you. Brooklyn Cannery. You have to check out these sodas. They're all natural. They're sweetened with like monk, uh, like a concoction of monk fruit mm -hmm. or or stevia, a little stevia. And natural these, uh, sweeteners. Yeah. Natural sweeteners, no added sugar. Uh, they, they range from like 20-something calories to like 41 calories, depending on the soda. The key lime jalapeno is banging. The cola amaretto is banging. My full fridge is stocked with these things. You order them right on their website, brooklyncannery.com. That is Brooklyn, C-A-N-N-E-R-Y. Com. Go right now, fill your man cave, fill your fridge with these delicious natural sodas that are not bad for you. They're also prebiotic, which means they're good for your gut. I mean, I could not love a company more. I am so thrilled. I've, I'm drinking too many. I have, I've had two a, two a day since I've gotten my stock. So go stock up um, and just buy them in bulk. And you'll, the party you have, or when you have friends over, you'll impress the hell out of them. BrooklynCannery.com. Go order your sodas right now. And if you're in the New York City area, I want to give a shout out to my boy Nicola, Nicola Ragusa, Dr. Ragusa. He gives you the, the LASIK eye surgery. So if you're in New York and you listen to long days, go to OCNY. Um, uh, and right now, O-C-N-Y-E-Y-E.com. O-C-N-Y-I.com. Tell them you're a Long Days fan. Mention my name. You'll get 10% off your LASIK. So if you're thinking about getting LASIK and you live in the New York City area, go right now to that website. Set your appointment. Mention my name. And, of course, Longshore Coffee. This is what I envisioned when we started this small business shout out is like companies that I am absolutely passionate about. Longshore coffee is amazing. Now it's my coffee. It's what I drink. I just got my new one. It's a new dark roast. Let's see what it's called. All right. The other one was the boss, babe. Mm -hmm. But now he's got me on the darks. He's the dark slide uh, Java blend. So uh, the roast dates right there. They, uh, they roast this right there in Providence, Rhode Island. Go to longshorecoffee.com. You go to checkout. You put the promo code FUMES in. You get 15% off. This is your new coffee company. Pick the roast you like. It's absolutely incredible. Tastes good. Go to Longshore Coffee. If you got a Carrick in your house, kill it. Shoot it in the backyard. You should not be ingesting those heated up plastics. It's bad for you. Get yourself a drip machine so you're not like a, a real, you know, squeak and get Longshore. Then we got NateLinder.com. We were supposed to do a phone call with Nate. We're going to do it uh, next week. NateLinder.com is your social media manager. Go strategize with him. Consult with him. He'll kick your social media game to the next level. We're going to use him for long days. Mm -hmm. So NateLinder.com. You know the deal. Check him out. Take your social media game to heights you never knew was possible. With Nate Linder, Chris Minetti, one of my personal favorites, of course. You got to go. Uh, look, you can even travel. Why not? If you want to miss, Chris Minetti's like a celebrity on the show. Yep. So even if you want to travel, if you even if you don't live in the South, South Jersey or Philly area, go visit Chris by calling him at 215-750-3730 and go get your check cash. There's no website. There's no social media. There's a phone number. And that's it. He will cash your check. 
at my at Minetti Financial Services. Then thebronxbrand.com. Me and Jared have bought stuff from there. Go yeah. support artists from the Bronx. Buy something. Beautiful original art, beautiful original t-shirt with beautiful prints on them. Always support thebronxbrand.com. Also, promo code FUMES for 10 or 15% off. I can't remember. Promo code FUMES. 15% off. You know, it's funny. When I bought it, I forgot to put the promo code in. I think I told you that. Did you put the promo code in? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, bronxbrand.com. And uh, they got such a beautiful original art up there. Support the home of hip-hop with the Bronx. Now we have... Is this a new one? What is this? Yeah. It's a wild name. Look at this name. Yeah, I'm looking to promote my company. My completely... All right, our next newest small business sponsor um, is promoting a self-produced short film. It's a short film called Prevail. So you got to check out his short film. It can be viewed on YouTube. Um, the link um, he gave us. So I don't know. I'll figure out a way to post it. But go check out Prevail on YouTube. Um, it's self-funded. So he's offering a pay-what-you-can platform. Oh, so I got to post the link somehow to view the full short film. It'll be in the description of this episode. So uh, just go pay what you can. Support the kid. Watch his movie. Um, what's the movie about? It's a Black Mirror type cautionary tale. I'm going to check it out. I love Black Mirror. So I'm going to check out this. I'm going to check this out and I'm going to pay support this kid. Go watch his movie. The link is right here in the description below. So, uh, go take a peek and, you know, pay what you can and check out prevail completely self-funded. I bet you it's good. Hollywood's not making anything. I bet you prevails good. Yeah. I we'll see if it's shit. It's shit. I won't say it if it's shit because he's paying me, but we will watch it. Um, Aaron Leaf, my guy, I love Aaron Leaf, ForTheFree.us. Um, it's all things music from Hawaii. You want to find out about local bands, about local concerts, um, anything. If you're going to Hawaii or if you're a huge music fan, go to ForTheFree.us and check out all these local bands and their music from Hawaii. Hawaii. How do you pronounce Hawaii? Hawaii. 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 Forthefree.us, Aaron Leaf. And then, of course, exclusiveautoshipping.com. If you're moving your car anywhere in the world, in the country, go get your free quote uh, at exclusiveautoshipping.com with our boy, Jared Z. All right, we want to welcome our newest uh, long haulers, patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. These guys. Uh, support and listen to the bonus episode every week. They get that premium content. Love for you to go over, support the show, and also support your long day's habit by getting an extra episode. Uh, last week's I thought was one of our best yep. on the Ukraine, so go check that out. Um, so let's uh, welcome Zach. Let's welcome Veronica. Let's welcome Wyatt Stafford. That's a wild name. Mm -hmm. Let's welcome Matthew. What is that? Khaled? Khaled. Khaled. Matthew, Matthew Khaled or Khaled. Khaled. Welcome, Matthew. Connor Sturgill. Long dick with Yanni Long Goat. Yanni <laughs> Long dick with Yanni Long Goat. Giannis Long Goat. Giannis Long Goat. Long dick with Giannis Long Goat. Um, then we got uh, Aaron Walker, Jay Rutherford, HZ Films. They got themselves a shout out. Yep. Screwed in kids. Nicholas Bag Bagnell. Bagnell. Nicholas Bagnail, yeah. Bagnail, Kevin Bagnail. 
Duhan. Kevin Duhan, Summer Rogers, Ben Smith, Stephanie Gonzalez, Joseph Benedicto. Joseph Benedicto. Then we got Morgan Durfield, Greg Combs, <laughs> uh, Brandon Kansley, Christian Langley, Robert Wolf, Shibi Babu. Shibi Babu. Shibi Babu. <laughs> Welcome, Shibi Babu. <laughs> it sounds like a teddy bear's name. Like you get your daughter, Shibi Babu. Um, then we got Te- Ted Todd. What's that? Sikorsky? Todd Sikorsky, a yeah. Polak. Then we got uh, Kiran DeLong. Then we got Declan Wood, Wilt Wickman, Justin. Cuckface <laughs> Italian Dominic Bondar. Bondar. Cuckface <laughs> Italian Dominic Bondar. Five timer. Five timer. And then we got Ace Ace Spades, Will Rusk, Steve. What's this? Itashi? It Kashi? It Kashi? It Kashi? JP uh, Kaxer? Sean? Then we got Woke When I Was Broke. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Woke, woke people usually are broke. Then we have uh, Richard K. Oglesby. He sounds like a very rich kid. Mm-hmm. So patreon.com slash Yanni Longdays. We'll see you next week. Hope you enjoyed this Tim Dillon episode. It's been a long